0: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go to liquor store. It's
1: time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Striebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Striebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Striebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680
2: and 105.7. Zach is on the um, on the board. Do we? Do people uh, know where to find you on on the artist formerly known as Twitter?
1: Yeah, they they find me on there because I do the show with Louie right before. Oh, uh,
2: so what? Are, so what are you? Don't you want me to tell people? You don't want people? To, you don't want me to tell you? Oh,
1: tell I can. Yeah, it's uh, at your boy ZC. Yes, I came up with that in high school.
2: <laughs> that's that's why you didn't want to tell me. There it is. <laughs> Get him, Bob. Bob. That's why that's why you didn't want to tell me Zach, because it's at your boy Z C big money Cantrell. Looking like January 6th on that profile picture. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the round table here on ESPN 680-1057. I'm James Streel. Max Gobby with me, James Black producing today's effort. Hey, we're your home for the cards, so tune in 939 the Ville for the Jeff Wall show live from Parlor in J Town. That'll be seven p.m. Friday night after the Cardinal Insider. Now, I believe Louisville's women's team also lost over the weekend. I did hear uh, Biscuit and Chrissy Banta do a little post game show, so I did hear a little bit of that as well. So a lot of a lot of post game shows over the weekend. All right, let's get down to it. Four three seven nine six eight EPS Jobs Text. We talked a lot a lot of Kentucky. Uh, Louisville also played this weekend, and you know this is. This is the difficult, well, (laughs) this is the difficult part of their schedule. I think just about every part of their schedule has been difficult for them, but this is supposed to be the hardest part, right? So they got blown out by North Carolina. Then they go back on the road, Max, on Saturday, played a nooner against Wake Forest and got absolutely bludgeoned 90 to 65. Wake Forest hit 18 three pointers against that defense. This is what I get for being nice
1: <laughs> and be like, hey, you know, this four game, this four game streak right here, you could really do something like you, you've you got some momentum after the Miami game and you played fairly well against NC State. You could make some moves and you can make some arguments on the whole improvement side. And wow, they did not take that.
2: No, they did. They didn't take that to heart, Max. You were you were trying to give them a lifeline. Yes,
1: yeah, you're a, you're a very kind what person. What is it about Louisville athletics, whether good or bad, always makes me wrong?
2: <laughs> I don't know what it is because you hate the cards, Max, and they gotta prove you wrong. I don't know what it is, but no, you're exactly no, right. No, e- even the whole note the the
1: when i said louisville is going to get blown out by notre dame and then they win the game and they win the game and then the next week while you were out yeah two days straight all the texters just kept saying this is a trap game this is a trap game i was like you're playing pittsburgh it's an acc it's game fine. there is no way this is a trap game this team's going to be focused and they weren't focused and i'm like <laughs> why are you all doing this to me
2: and then you're like oh you know what i'll agree with you it's like during this four game stretch you know they 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 beat miami they had played respectable in the ACC. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe maybe they upset one of these teams. Maybe they play one of these teams close. But so far, that has not been the case. And then Saturday, I said at the beginning of the show, Max, Wake Forest, they were hitting three-pointers like they were layups. I mean, they were 18 of 35. They had 18 three-pointers, which is tied for the most ever in <laughs> yeah. the history of Wake Forest basketball. They were 18 of 35. They shot 50. Fifty-one percent. They shot a better percentage from the three-point line, Max, than they shot from like regular twos. They are fifty percent from the rest of the of the court, but 514 percent from the three. So it was it was just. Uh, astounding and I look at the starters they had 11 18 11 8 19 and their bench their highest score was 12 was like any not just one guy just went exactly. out there and dropped 30 everybody like everybody was scoring and it was it was definitely one of those situations where you, you, you like you said the, the Kentucky loses focus sometimes on the little things in the last couple of games it was like Louisville's lost focus completely on defense like they have no like they shoot at a good percentage that's the thing that that like paul rogers well besides three points let's have three pointers yeah it was 18.2 percent. but before that they've been shooting better so 81 percent from the line 45 percent overall but you think offensively okay we're making strides, we're doing better. Uh, Trey White, he had his best game in a long time. He had 17 points. Mike James had 16. Uh, Brandon Huntley-Hatfield had 12. Not his usual dominant performance that we've seen. But it just, I don't know what it is. But defensively, this team is just... They're As bad as we think Kentucky is, and Kentucky has their issues defensively, I think it's an effort thing with Kentucky. I think it's a focus thing with Kentucky. I don't know what it is with Louisville. I, I, I've never seen – like defense is mostly effort. Uh, and being in the right place and effort. That's what defense is. Now, there's skill involved in it. There's skill with stealing the ball, skill with blocking shots. There's different skills you can have on defense, but a large portion of it is just being at the right place at the right time and staying in front of somebody. Exerting effort to play defense. And Louisville, they continue to not exert any effort on defense. It's one thing if someone's confused. Like, you, you know, you played offensive line. There were plays that you just playing got beat but there were plays where you got beat but you were confused like you were telling us the other uh, on friday yeah like when y'all couldn't hear the play it looked terrible like you got beat but it was because of a mistake louisville it's not because of mistakes they're just bad they don't they don't they don't even try at it it's an anomaly I it mean, really it, is it's like a, it's I a mean, genuine
1: <laughs> anomaly it's like it's not that these guys have talent these players have talent they have size athleticism speed yeah and it just doesn't work. It, no. <laughs> I wish I could add some more critique to it and be able to say, well, you know, it's it's very similar to this situation. It's like no. It's like <laughs> it's just else. it's we- I mean, it's just very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. And I don't know if it's just because it's just not a good fit.
2: Yeah. It has to be. It's it's what it is. Now, uh now Kitty Payne I think got mixed up. Now I wanna read <laughs> I want to read. I want to read a tweet here uh, that our friend uh, Keith Pointer. Uh, the, he's the, the the Louisville. He's not like a, a lawyer for U but he's a Louisville fan. That's a lawyer. He's the he's the Ville sports lawman, and and we love Keith Pointer around here. He he does some radio. He used to bring donuts. Yeah, he used to. He used to be the what the the dean of donuts. Used to be. Used to be the dean <laughs> he was of in donuts. This
0: morning with no donuts. No, he's <laughs> in the day have any yeah. donuts. Yeah, the well, he had no donuts,
2: so you know. So he's he's the artist artist formerly known as the dean of donuts. Right, right, right. Well. Keith Pointer, you're dropping the ball here. All right, so here's what Keith Pointer tweeted, uh, Max. I think I think you'll like this, okay? Uh, James likes this, I know. He saw this earlier. This is from Atville Sports Law. Poor Kenny. He kept reading all the free Big Z shirts. I. It was something else, but I put shirts. And started Zan. Honest mistake could have happened to anybody, so... <laughs> He started his son, Zan Payne, on Saturday, Max. Now, oh, you, you know, <laughs> that's good. But yeah, that was that was funny. That was really – so he started his his son, Zan. So I, imagine my surprise as I, we just get home from Kellan's basketball game. This is all before the big Z star started hitting. And I look at Louisville's Twitter page, Louisville basketball Twitter page, and imagine my surprise where I see Zan Payne in the starting lineup. And I immediately said to myself, this isn't going to be good on Twitter for Louisville fans. And lo and behold, you click on the tweet and you see all of the mentions and everything, all the responses underneath of it. It was all going at Zan Payne. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, is Kenny Payne actively trolling? <laughs> Louisville fans by starting Zan Payne because he really doesn't really bring anything to the table. He has no stats. Obviously, he's Justin Sofro. James added on the post-game show with Phil Baker. Is Kenny Payne evil? Is he actually trying to purposely sabotage Louisville's team by starting his son, Zan? So I thought that was really funny. So Kentucky had the debut of Big Z and Louisville had the debut of Zan. So you want to hear a few Kenny Payne sounds, Max? Yes, I do. Okay, we all do. James, this is James's favorite part of the week. The Monday after Basketball, we get to play Kenny Payne Sound. Uh, James, what do you have queued up for us first? You, you're the connoisseur of Kenny Payne Sound. Okay, on, okay. here's Kenny Payne. Uh, this is KP2. On Zan Payne getting the start and the team's defense. Go.
0: Well, I knew that we had to defend. Um, I thought that, you know, Zan could come in, same with Hersey, the same with Lo, the same with whoever I put in the lineup and just give me solid minutes defensively thought he did a decent job um, I say it all the time if you've got a jersey on your back I'm not afraid to put you in there and let you play um, again I don't need guys to knock it out the park I need guys to be solid on the defensive end make shots hard talk communicate and react to what's going on on the court that's not really hard to do
2: as Payne as was getting blown by defensively <laughs> <laughs> From start. I mean, there was isolated film on Twitter of just him, like, just getting blown by and, and not reacting to the defense. So so there was that one. Uh, okay. The, all right. This is Kenny Payne 6. Uh, CL Brown asked a question, what is KP doing to work on the defense? I just got one more uh, defensively. Um, you guys have played
0: and shot the ball well enough to win. Last what, five, six, seven games, but defense is where, you know, it comes to breakdown. What, what are you looking to do to
2: kind of to try and shore that up?
0: I think the mentality that you got to have is you can't allow um, the mentality to be a you score, I score mentality. So we shoot a high percentage, they shoot a high percentage. Over the course of a game, the best offensive team is going to win. We want we got to get stops in order to win games. When you look at our best games and the games that we won, the games that we had a real chance to win, we've done decent defensively. We just got to continue to do that and not allow teams to shoot in the high 40s, 50s, 60% against us. That's a problem.
2: (laughs) All right, James is going to find one more. This is from Kelly Dickey, uh, who's like kind of like the Louisville stats expert. You know how we have um, – Corey Price. Corey Price. He's yeah. like the, the the Louisville version of Corey Price. Okay, so he tweeted this out, 2.29 uh, p.m. Saturday, okay? Wake Forest tied the Louisville opponent record of 18 three-point field goals made in a game with 18 of 35 shooting today. West Virginia is the only other opponent to make, any, um, to make that many. They made 18 of 27 in a 93 uh 85 overtime win by the cards on march 26 2005 so the last time louisville had that many people make threes actually won the game all right so all right uh we got another sound here okay what, what do we have what do you have james
1: uh i can't find it but i'll just play whatever you
2: want oh okay uh what about let's see here um let's play kp with jody uh, KP with Jody five, how do you keep a team mentally focused? I know you talked about one game at a time and focus on a game, but as you have gone through this gauntlet of these games, Miami, NC state, you know, North Carolina, now today here at Wake, you've played four of the best teams in the league. You've got two more coming up. It's difficult. How do you keep them mentally focused on that one game and keep it
0: kind of the focus moving forward? It's not a choice. I mean, we can't look ahead to anybody. Um, the way that we are comprised, the way the team is, the, the teams that you're playing, you can't look ahead to Virginia and forget about Duke. You have to be 1,000% bought into just Duke and making sure that we do everything in our power to win that game. Um, and that's how we have to do it, one game at a time, one day at a time. Uh, we'll start our preparation tomorrow and go from there.
2: <laughs> all right, you all know I love Card Chronicle. You, you, how much I love it. All right. So I do want to read this because I think this is funny by Mike Rutherford. It says here uh, on his article Zan Payne started the game and the second half producing no statistics outside of one personal foul. He really is trolling us. It's not a joke anymore. It's the only possible explanation. All we can do now is remember the good times. And then he has a graphic where it says 1980 NCAA championship, 1986 NCAA championship. 2024 three straight second half wins (laughs) because they they have won the game in three straight second halves max so there there is that improvement so so there you go have they yes they didn't
1: yesterday they didn't they uh, didn't on uh against wake Forest. they
2: did before they did before that they won the second half against oh gosh let me see here they did it they didn't saturday but they did against north carolina Hold on. Let me get the let me get the schedule up. This is this is us producing on the fly. Yes, exactly. Yes, it is. Okay, they did against okay, here we go. They won the second half against uh Miami oh. because they actually won the yeah. game. Uh North Carolina State and North Carolina. Okay. So good. they have they have that yeah, they going have, okay. they have that going for them, which is like they actually it's won the second them. half against Kentucky too. Good for them. They did, yeah. So they're, they're, there's some improvement. If you're looking for a glass half empty, or half glass, I'm sorry, glass half full, I'm sorry, if you're looking for a glass half full, there you go. Yeah, they beat, uh, uh, actually, it wasn't Pitt, yeah, because Pitt beat them, outscored them 43 to 36.
0: I think we just keep doing what we're doing. And- <laughs>
2: Yeah, just kind Kenny pages just, just keep just keep doing what you're doing. All right, Max. Before we get to to a break, so Liam Cohen uh, looks like he's staying uh, with Kentucky as the Bears uh, have 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 made a move on an offensive coordinator. Um, Liam Cohen is still. We talked about it Friday. He's still recruiting, so it looks like that Kentucky uh, dodged a bullet there. Um, so now the question is, now Liam Cohen looks like he's for sure back. You know, we'll we'll see. The the NFL's Philly season really isn't over yet. It's just kind of getting together. Uh do you think things will be weird between Liam Cohen and Mark Stoops uh going forward now?
1: You don't dodge a bullet. I think right now you're just in a game of Russian roulette with them. Eventually a bullet's gonna hit.
2: Okay, he's, he's gonna that's, leave. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, you're you're right. He's gonna leave. He's <laughs> gonna leave. eventually. He's going to leave. They they kept him. We this get to round. play one more round next year. <laughs> what this is lighting up to. Well, with, with okay, that's you made a good point here, and and this is part of the larger discussion. How much longer does Kentucky have with him now? If if Liam, Co- I, I, I think two things. If if Liam Cohen struggles again this season with the offense. I don't know how hot of a commodity he's going to be. But if he hits if he hits if he hits something with this team If Brock Vandergriff comes in and he's a better quarterback than Devin Leary, if Barry and Brown and Dane key take that next step that they didn't last year, if they take that step, we expect them to take, they're going to be better. Let's see if they hit on a running back. Let's see if the, if the offensive line with a lot of returning starters can improve. If this offense does click and they are good, then I say it's almost a done deal. He's gone, but he, he's got a lot riding on this offense next year because it's obvious that he wants to be the NFL but he has to – these players have to produce for him to do that.
1: Do they have to produce or does he need control of the offense? And, again, you're you're left with so, so many vague mysteries with this team. Yeah. Of is it his play calling? Is it that he doesn't know how to handle uh, Devin Leary mm-hmm. and use a quarterback and, you know, is trying to make Devin Leary into a pro-style quarterback, which he's not? Right. I don't know. Like there, there's so much, there's so much mystery, and there's so much room for reckless speculation with this entire team, and that's the part that's frustrating. I mean, we're going to talk about the the Stoops A and M stuff also yeah, next, yeah. But it's just like no one can give a clear answer, mm-hmm. and everyone is just very, very vague about everything. Yeah. But that's the reason why he didn't get any of these jobs. What's his resume shown so far? Well, that's uh, the only reason he got Will the Levis. And Will Levis is performing a lot better in the NFL yes. than he did in college. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, 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 to me, it's going to be... He, he has no choice. If he's wanting to get to the NFL, Vandergriff, he can't be better than Devin. He has to be electric. Oh. Like, he has to be a like extremely... like he, he has to take the SEC by storm, in my opinion. Okay. To, to really put his name out there because, again, his name was flirting with a couple head coaching jobs also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, again, what have you shown? You've shown one really good season, but it was still kind of like – it was it – was, it was trying to like make a 1980s offense look cool again. Yeah, no, it was. No, it, it's it, like it, when people wear like throwback starter uh, starter gear. Right. That's what. <laughs> that's what
2: that offense was. And he had the luxury of the, you know having the big blue wall when it was at, yes. you know almost at its peak. I mean, I think, I think the. The Lynn Bowden season was at, at its peak because they just ran the ball every time and no one could stop them. And uh, even though they, they knew what they like were doing,
1: fourth or fifth in the Joe Moore, yeah. award yeah, I mean, that was probably
2: like, the best offensive line maybe ever still at Kentucky. Really good, offensive but they line, were still though. really good though. That 10-win you season, had, they were really really Fortner, Darian, Darian Kennard. no, it was an awesome. No, those as NFL players were on that line, yeah, like multiple NFL players were on that line. So it was a, it was a great offensive line. You had that. You had C-Rod in the backfield that season too, and that's when he had his best season at Kentucky. And people thought he was going to break. Benny Snell's record the next season and if he hadn't gotten in trouble and missed games he would have broken Benny Snell's record last yeah. season 100 uh, percent. so he had those two things at his disposal And if you have a, an offensive line like that and a running back like that it can hide other defi- deficiencies in maybe your pass game and I'm not saying Will Levis was bad because he was good but he also had Wondell Robinson so uh, Liam Cohen had a lot of things working in his favor now you're going to have last year and now this year to okay okay Liam Cohen what what is your offense really about you know can can you can you take these players that maybe aren't transcendent like those players that i just mentioned and make them better you have a lot of unknown quantities in your quarterback in your running back Right, those two. Uh, every everything else on the offense, I, I look pretty good. Uh, I think looks pretty good. But uh, but 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 my, not linebacker, quarterback, and running back. I think there's a lot of questions to be answered. And if, he's, if he's able to do that, Max, then I think there's no holding him back. He's gone. But he's exactly. got. You gotta say Vander. I like your point. Vandergriff can't just be. Oh yeah, he's better than Liam than than, than Devin Leary. Uh, but he's still through for 12, 13 interceptions. No, he's got to be like thirty four touchdowns, seven interceptions. He can't just be a name. Of someone who played here.
1: Yeah. He needs to carry the same weight of, like, an Andre Woodson, Steven Johnson. Right. uh, Will Levis. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. Lynn Bowden. It, it, It needs to be a name that's, like gosh remember when we watched him
2: play yeah that was how, awesome how cool that was how much fun he was to watch as a player no I, i'm with you he needs to have a if we want to circle it back to basketball he needs to have a, a zvonimir Ivisich uh coming home party that's what he exactly. needs to have absolutely i'll do some text here then we'll take a break and get to some more football talking there and text her starting zan Payne is like calipari or randomly starting brad calipari it makes no sense and never will Fireball offense offense slash coaching malpractice example number 47 Texter, Lowell Defense is ranked number 244. <laughs> Texter, hey, Gooby, uh, you build that bookshelf to put all your bad plays out there on tape for the NFL. <laughs> Texture, hey, James, did you fall off of a boat? No, I don't <laughs> think I fell off. I went on a boat this weekend. I didn't fall off any boats. Why? They we-
0: might be talking about me. I did.
2: He <laughs> yeah! you did. He you did. You I'm did still drowning. You're still. drowning. <laughs> James is drowning in icy water right now. We're trying to, we're trying to, trying to live him, uh, send, lend him a lifeline. Texture, uh, rig. The Cards play at Syracuse on February 7th. They lose by 12 or more at Syracuse. KP will have lost to every except Florida State ACC team on the road by 12 points or more in less than two years. Oh, yikes. Texture, can you imagine a team winning back-to-back Joe Moore awards? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Texture, uh, director of donuts. Sorry, not the dean of donuts, the director of donuts. My apologies. Uh, Texter, uh, he's 6'4", 300 pounds. Who the hell is he guarding on a D1 basketball court? That must be for Ennis' show. <laughs> it be Payne. <laughs> Zan Payne? Zan. <laughs> he's not 300 pounds. Stop that. <laughs> this is the only Texas Texters ever sent in. Louisville also had a Big Z playing Saturday. Yes, they did. Big <laughs> Zan. Uh, texture. Zan Payne is shaped like the thumb people from Spy Kids. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. Bro, so I'll, I'll tell you this uh, about that text. Yeah. My
1: film actually went out to a group that was starting an American Football League in Australia. So like Really? That, so no there was no interest in the NFL. Like that was a mutual, like the same thing. This isn't work. gonna happen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't even bother. Exactly. Like well, we're good here. Okay. I, I showed up. I, sh- I i I showed up for uh Pro Day. Yeah. I showed up, but I was in my uniform for the day. Because I was working for uh, UK Athletics. So I showed up in khakis and a quarter zip (laughs) to watch my friends compete. So you were there. I was there. You were there. You were there. Pro Day. Yes. And I got word like two months beforehand of – because I still had the ability to long snap. Yeah. And they said – uh, they go, you know, they're, they're starting this league out in Australia. And they were talking about all these, like, European leagues, like China was starting a league. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, ch- I'm not chasing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going anywhere else to chase this when right. we all we we all know what this is. Yeah. I think we
0: just keep doing what we're doing. And- <laughs> <laughs> we, had
1: <laughs> we had a fun five years. We had a fun five years. Yeah. Let's just be done with this. Yeah, you had you had
2: your moments. Yeah, you had, had your, moments. You had, had, you had some bad, moments. some great moments. You had some not so great <laughs> moments. You're done with it. I, I, look, I'm with you. I realized I was done with college athletics after one season. Like it's a grind. Like people out there, they're like, oh, this. They get free uh, room and board and da da da. Which we do. Which you do. But no, it's it's tough. Like, it's really, really tough to play D1 college athletics. I didn't even play the D1 level, and it was still like it, it's nonstop. Like, there's no time for another job. If you did have another job, you, like I, I don't know how people do it. People that go to school, play a sport, and have a job because it's like football is like a full-time job at the collegiate level. It really, really is. There's always workouts and study and film, and then you got to go to study hall. Then you got to go to tutors, and you got to go to all these other things, and you have like no free time at
1: all. And then the like the recovery aspect also. Yeah. So like I I mean, this is going to sound a little bit like blankerish, a little bit, but it's (laughs) blankerish. It's um, but like you had like uh, massage, like you had uh, massage therapy that you had to go to. Right. Yeah. So if you were a guy that continually got hurt. Ding, ding, me! <laughs> you were required to go, and you had to do a uh, therapy session at night. So, right, like, and of course, for me, all the quarterbacks got like this, like a six o'clock, uh, six o'clock slot, or like a five thirty the prime spot. Exactly, yeah. Mine was always like at eight o'clock.
2: <laughs> so right in the middle, of- and, and
1: another facility door was like always locked. So I had to like knock on a door and just wait and just wait. A,
2: yeah. Oh, I know how that. Yeah. I know how that. I had to do some knee rehab because I dislocated my knee before I went into that season and had to do that. But yeah, yeah, the, the loneliness of being an offensive lineman that needs rehab work and then no one caring that you need rehab work. It, it is a special feeling. Now, did uh, did you ever do like the rotating like drug tests?
1: <laughs> Hilarious story. I, so, yeah. So you've, there's NCAA, there's NCAA right. drug tests, which you could potentially get called on once a year. The SEC did one every week. Or I think the SEC did one every th-
2: three weeks. It was like random. But, yes. Randomized. You,
1: you, you, you were picked by a number. Uh, you had a, an assigned number. And then UK did one weekly. Oh, wow. And so I don't know what happened, but I would get hit with a drug test probably twice a year. Maybe three times a year. There was, going into my senior year, that winter workout session... I got hit four time, four what? weeks in a row. I'm with you. Four weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. And that's the first time I've just lost my composure with staff and coaches. Because Wednesdays, you had to do the drug test. Ah, yep. You had to be there at 4.30 a.m. Yep. 4.30 a.m. That was my only day I got to sleep in. <laughs> that was the only day I got to sleep in. And you got hit. Every single time, so I go in, I barge into Jim, who is the head trainer, uh, Jim Madalino's office. I said, "If there's something you need to tell me, it like did I fail a drug test? What's what's going on? Because I'm not doing this again. I'm not going five weeks in a row. Right. when we've got two guys on this team that haven't even had one yet. Right, that need to be drug tested. I was like, I'm not showing up. And they go, Well, you've got to you've got to show up. I said, I'm not showing up. Yeah. So of course I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> right. But after that. Never
2: had nerve drug test again. See, you and I fell into the same category here because I was also tested probably way more than I should have been tested. And there was a common denominator as you you, you get the quote random tests. And every time you know we get tested, I looked around the room, and for the most part, it's always the same guys. And I was like, huh, I wonder what the, I wonder, I wonder what the, what the, the common denominator is. Oh yeah. We're all geeks. (laughs) We're all like, we're we're all nerds that they know aren't doing anything. So no, to to Kentucky's defense,
1: it was truly random. It was truly random. But five weeks in a row. Yeah. Of the same number out of 128 players. Right.
2: That was a little that was a little suspect. Yes. You're kind of like, hmm. Break it up a little bit. Yeah, it, exactly. I, I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, I know this is supposed to be random, but I've seen a lot of the same faces, and and one of those faces is me, and they know. They know. I'm, I'm sure the, the NAIA uh, testing uh, is not as stringent as the SEC or dude, NCAA. They,
1: you would have to go into a private bathroom, and there was just a dude with a hat and a lab coat on. <laughs> Just staring at you. It, oh, really? It, yeah. Now, it was, was this
2: some someone that worked at
1: UK, or was this no. like an NCAA person? No, it. it I think it was just lab core person. <laughs> lab core. Right, gotcha. They would just stand, just stare at you, and they're like, "All right, go ahead and go. Go ahead and it's go." Like, uh,
2: so you got couldn't like no. use the Wizenator or anything. You had to, <laughs> it had to be real P. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be your real P. All right. That's a, that a good little uh, tangent we got off on there. I don't know if it's a good tangent, but it's a tangent, <laughs> it's nonetheless. A tangent nonetheless. All right. Let's take a break. Uh, on the other end, we'll talk about uh, Mark Stoops and the interest at a and uh, with a little information that we got from Ross Bjork. Uh, by the way, uh, it's cold outside. We know it stinks and it's not fun. Uh, and hey, look. It's going to get a little warmer this week, but hopefully your systems were in check this weekend uh and you were warm all weekend because bj heating and cooling that's the place you need to go if something's broken if something doesn't smell right or something sounds funny go to the place that i use go to the place that we've called here at espn louisville that's bj heating and cooling they're your local factory authorized bryant dealer teamed up with bryant Douglas equipment and they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable again they're those awesome bryant mini splits that are quiet efficient and avoid the installation of bulky ductwork so give them a call today and schedule your free estimate i know they got some deals going on right now with financing go check out what they have go to bjhequal.com bjhequal.com and see what they can do for you
0: taking care of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is with baptist health urgent and virtual care we bring you more options and greater convenience too with video visits available 24 7 and online check-in through my chart for in-person visits To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to BaptistHealth.com slash Care Anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call
2: the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.
1: Coach, you've talked about how crazy the fans are here at Kentucky.
2: Welcome back to The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. All right, welcome back to the show. It's been a fun, busy show today, and we've got a lot going on around here in the studio on the airways. I know if you were driving around this weekend, we had all kinds of play-by-play, post-game show stuff that you could listen to. And Louisville basketball, they're back on 93.9 The Ville at 7 p.m. as a take on... Oh, nope that's wrong they take on actually they take on duke at 7 p.m uh that's uh tomorrow night and the alex white network coverage begins at 5 30 p.m then after the broadcast tune into the Coors light post game show with ethan moore so join paul rogers and bob valvano uh if you're out and about on tuesday night at seven uh and they'll get you through the game so that's another road game uh at duke so ooh, fun times for the cards in that regard actually no is that that a home game? That may be a that may be a home game here. Let me look real quick because they just they yeah that has to be a home game because they were just on the road for two straight games against north carolina and wake forest so i believe this one is a home stand for the cars as i scroll down my screen and look at this yeah it's a it's a home game so there you go not, not that it not that it matters i don't know how many of you <laughs> right now are are locked into uh <laughs> locked into the schedule uh for basketball season And the same night kentucky plays at 7 p.m that one is a road game uh as the cats travel to South Carolina and Jason Ince, Mike Gandolfo, they've got, and Zach Cantrell, they've got you for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Post Game Show tomorrow on ESPN 680-1057. Uh might be actually uh, ESPN Plus uh, there uh, as well. So check that out. And don't forget, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife uh, reminds you to enter the 2024 Elk Draw today on their website. So Max Godby, 437-9680, UPS Jobs, text line. Max Godby, um... Yes. We talked a little football a few moments ago. Uh, we have some more football to discuss now. As, as the show was going off air on Friday, actually it wasn't going off air, we were getting ready to go into the mixtape. An article dropped um, where former... Athletic director over there, at Texas a and Ross Bjork, uh, talked about the Mark Stoops situation. Kind of, kind of. Now, the the title of the article is Ross Bjork explains the uh, Mark Stoops debacle okay so we all know the, the story here uh, article reads the Texas A&M Aggies hired Mike Elko as their new head football coach following the firing of Jimbo Fisher in November however it was unclear as to whether or not Elko was the program's first choice just a t- couple days before Elko was hired reports began to service that the Aggies would be hiring Kentucky's Mark Stoops a move that was panned by the fan base eventually Stoops released a statement saying he would be remaining in Kentucky while the world began to wonder if the Aggies got cold feet after seeing the reaction of the fans whatever the case former texas a&m athletic director ross bjork who recently left college station to ex- to accept the job at ohio state opened up about what happened with stoops explaining the process so here's what bjork said max quote here's what people they don't really realize about the process bjork said the athletic director and the team whatever that may look like we run a search process we make recommendations to the president." I would like to hire this person, or I think this is the number one candidate. That's how it works in every institution. No athletic director has the full autonomy to say, I'm absolutely going to hire this person. No one else is involved. That's where it goes back to alignment. That's where it goes back to process and communication. So there we go. So how Stoops' name got out there, of course, he said he was a candidate. But we don't didn't hire him. We hired Mike Elko. Mike Elko is a great coach, and we're going to meet them in the playoffs because he's going to build it. So at the end of the day, who did you hire and how did you get there? That's what matters the most. So searches in today's world are really, really problem, probably unrealistic because of social media, plane tracking, or whatever. And so that's what you had to do is just go through the process and pick the right person. And that's what we did. Uh, so Max. That's a lot to say. What nothing. exactly? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Exactly. Nothing at all. <laughs> the, the most
1: <clears throat> canned political response that you could possibly have. Yeah, we didn't hire Stoops. We hired Mike Elko. You saw him on
2: stage. He did the gigum with us. Yeah, yeah. Look over here, everybody. Don't look there. Look over here. So it answers no questions, and it's a very you mis- know the thing was
1: full of just junk when he says. We're going to meet them in the playoffs.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah Ohio oh, State okay. versus a in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll be the day. Yeah. But when I first read that. I was like, are they talking about meeting Kentucky in the playoffs? Oh, no. He's talking about his old job and his new job. We're going to meet them in the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I just –
1: it was Th- – This came up. This actually came up over the weekend. I, I went and had coffee with a buddy of mine um, with uh, my former job. And – we we had never really talked about the whole Stoops debacle. I they him and another buddy of mine were over watching one of the UK games. I, it was the South Carolina game. Okay, a South Carolina game, and I had told them like I had told you that Texas A and M will go after Stoops. Yeah, and yeah. they laughed at me, mocked me mocked me over it like the whole night the whole night was basically ruined for me yeah every uh, every other reference was max you got another hot take on this
2: <laughs> as they lose to south carolina you're getting dunked on exactly like, yeah this coach is going to be A exactly. M. okay max but Wink. it, it, it right, felt big great guy.
1: for both of them to issue an apology via text say hey you were actually
2: right yeah at the Louisville game when it the, the news came out they're like oh sorry max you were right which i'm sure you didn't let them know at all how good you felt I, about I that apology not, i had I've literally
1: texted him probably every other day reminding him
2: <laughs> good for you, that's what you should do. Uh
1: but we we were we were getting coffee and we were talking, we had not talked about the whole fallout of it yet. And it just reminds me, it just reminds me that Elko is if if you didn't like stoops, why in the world would you like Elko? Yeah, he, to me, he feels like the great value brand Stoops. I, I'm I'm with you because you have his sample size is a lot smaller than Stoops' sample size. And it's in the ACC. It's a smaller sample size. It's yes. in the ACC, and it's not been a continual amount of success that Stoops say what you whatever you want. But yeah, it, we've talked about it before. Both statements can be true. Did Stoops get Kentucky out of the worst situation it's probably ever been in? And hopefully, it will ever be in. yes, yes, yes. He did yes. Is there are a lot of aspects of his coaching that still need to be adjusted if he wants continued success and also to retain his job moving forward? Yes, mm-hmm. both statements can be true. For Elko, though, you have two seasons that you had. What two seasons at Duke? Two seasons at Duke. Yes, two seasons at Duke. A nine, uh, a nine and four season, mm-hmm. which is a good season. It's
2: a good season. That's for a really Duke? for yeah, Duke. Absolutely
1: with David Cutcliffe's guys. Yes. And you who were had, atrocious the previous year, right? Who were really bad, but was probably still very well coached, though, for a David Cutcliffe team. Yeah, yeah, still he, well he's coached. a good,
2: he's a good football coach.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the following year, you go eight and five after beating Troy in the Cure Birmingham Bowl.
2: <laughs> what a win! <laughs> Which he wasn't a part of. But
1: you had a prolific quarterback. You had a prolific quarterback, and Riley Leonard. Yep, that got hurt. And then your only really marquee win was Clemson. Mm. That was it. So it to me it was like okay, Stoops wasn't a good hire. Fans got mad of
2: it, but they're okay with Elko. Yeah, I, I always was was confused about that too. And that was the one. The I mean the whole thing. Again, was if weird. I if I'm a And I'm not going after either of them. No, no, I, I, yeah, but I'm it, going for a home run hire.
1: But like, you're right, especially
2: the, after you just spent seventy five million dollars. The celebration. That surrounded Mike Elko from Duke fans was was strange, considering, like you said, considering the fact that he stoops, but with less, you know, attributes, less accolades, and, 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 and he stoops a, with a bigger gut. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is stoops with a bigger gut, but in, in, in a conference where you're playing, you know, you're 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 playing, you know, Wake Forest and Virginia and Pitt and a, a, a North Carolina College. team that wasn't very, you know, some of the worst. College football teams in the country, the ACC is you know known as, as as the worst you know Power Five conference, uh, not anymore. I, well, I don't know, maybe now the Pac twelve they well, were Pac-12's the best. Only got two teams. Yeah, they only have two teams. They're the best last season, but no, probably still roundly recognized as the worst Power Five conference. And then you settle on on, on Elko, which you know again he's fine, but the the the, the entire situation is stoops like we're still waiting on that clarity, and we may never get it. We'll, you are never going. We'll, gonna we'll get never it. get the whole story of what happened. But Ross Bjork did do a good job of, of not talking. <laughs> yeah, talking around it and not answering the questions as they are presented. And it was a very it was a very uh poorly worded article because i thought they really were going to go into all the things that went wrong and that day but they didn't really just as well, they, he explains the stoops debacle he didn't explain the stoops debacle at all all that was it was a courtesy piece that's what it was yeah it, it, that's it, a good way to it, put it yeah it
1: was a courtesy piece from a sports journal that really mm-hmm. likes ross it says hey you probably need to say something so why don't you know? I tee it up for you, and we'll, we'll get something out here.
2: <laughs> now, did you know uh, that there was a uh, Saturday down south had an article where they ranked uh, all the SEC quarterbacks like a way too early SEC quarterback ranking? Yes. Okay. Now the the one the last last place is Taylor Green in Arkansas. You have Lenora Sellers of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Peyton Thorne at Auburn, Diego Pavia at Vanderbilt, Blake Shapen at Mississippi State, and then in at number eleven, Brock Vandergriff. Kentucky. So there, uh, this is, again, early, early rankings. So the uh, author says, one thing I like, we don't have any evidence to suggest that Vandergrift isn't worth uh, worthy of the five-star billing that he got in the 2021 class. We just have brief snippets of promise in lopsided Georgia games, spring game efforts, coach quotes, and workout videos wherein he looks like a lumberjack capable of chopping down an entire forest if desired. So, yes, he looks the part. Physically looks like a specimen. Um, but as you were mentioning earlier for Liam Cohen and Mark Stoops' sake, he's got to be better than a lot better than number 11 in the SEC in terms of quarterbacks. That's where Devin Leary was. Devin, Devin Leary was in the bottom half, the bottom tier. That's not where he was ranked. That's not where he's ranked. Right. No, no, you're right. It's a, he was ranked number one, wasn't he? Yeah, for, the, for SEC quarterbacks. For, for, for well, for, he was number, ranked number one portal transfers. Right, I knew that. And then SEC, he was like top five ish. That's what I thought. Yeah, he was. He was near top of the. Yeah, back when he when he you know they were doing this uh, this time last year when he did uh commit to kentucky you know he's in the upper half of things but in this situation brock Vandergriff is number 11 the, he needs to be i mean for them to be good this year max where does he need to end this season in the tier of SEC? if, if, if you're gonna say you know you, you re-rank up at the end of the year one to 16 where where does brock Grand need to fall in what regard? To have a good regard, season ha, it, or Cohen leaving the next year? Let's do good season first. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's, go, let's go with good season first. So if he, if, he, if I said to you, Kentucky had a good season. Word he, needs to be, he
1: needs to be in the top
2: half. Like there needs to be some sort
1: of production. One through eight. Yes, okay. he needs to have some sort of production.
2: For Liam Cohen to feel like I can go out there and get an NFL job, where does he need to rank? Oh, he needs to be top four. Top four. Top four. Okay, no, I, I no, I think that's I think that's spot on. I think you're right. If for Kentucky to win eight games, I think for eight games he needs to be top eight. Yes, that that that's I, I'm with you on that. I need I, I he needs to fall in that. So other names on like here's the top eight: Connor Wigman at Texas A&M. I'm going to blow this name: Nick Nico uh, Lama Livy Leva in Tennessee. Garrett Newsameyer. LSU, Brady Cook, Missouri, uh, Jalen Milroll, Alabama, he's three. Quinn Ewers, Texas, he's two. And then Carson Beck, Georgia, he's one. I think those top three will stay in the top three. I, I think those will be the top three all season long. But, no, he needs to find Jackson Dart, number four. I forgot. So, I think that will be one, two, three, four most of the season. But, no, he needs to crack that top eight. I agree. Be better than the dude from Tennessee. Be better than the dude from A&M. Be better than the dude from LSU. And then we'll see where we go from there. But, no, I, I agree with you. So, they're not too high on brock vandegrift uh right now all right couple texts here and then we'll take a break texter uh wasn't elko an AM guy in the past yes he was an AM and m the past defensive coordinator for like two three seasons yeah yeah so that is i guess he's a known commodity for AM there texter how many of those drug tests uh did max actually pass all of them right max no well i failed one my freshman year really it's because of a
1: medication i was on oh god if you. you ever get drug tested Bring your medication with you, just to be like, "Hey, this is yes. what I'm on right now." And, so- I, got, and I got to retake it. And it was a bad, it was a bad one to fail, also because it was an SEC one. Oh wow! So, but luckily, I had my medication there to show what I was on. Was everybody mad at you? Huh? No one was mad. It was more like, "What happened?" Yeah, you're like, "Oh no, no, no!" no it but like- it, it was a preliminary because e- even when I even when I had the medication start. That was a ticker. Is like, hey, just so you know, you may fail a drug test if you take this. Okay, so because because they they skip, like there's there's certain things that you get at GNC like certain whey proteins you oh, can't yeah. take. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. is how strict this drug test is. Yeah, so anything can make it pop.
2: Yeah, I like creatine was a big one when I was like coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, playing like they they started testing for that too. Like if you're on that when I was like my one year of college football, Cre- creating you're allowed, but it's got to be a certain creating. Right, exactly, like it, it's it's it's
1: there's no science behind it. No. Again, it's this is what happens when you allow dorks to have power.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no questions are answered. Everything's up in the air. Uh, texter Big Rig, I want your opinion on what Ohio State's been doing this off season football wise. I mean they're loading up. I don't I, I mean they're, they're everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming back for the most part. Ryan Day just hired uh hired Bill O'Brien to be their offensive coordinator. So so I, you know, I, I don't know. I think they'll be good, but can they beat Michigan? Probably with Jim Harbaugh leaving, I'd say so. Uh texture on the medication I was taking wink wink. Uh texture <laughs> you take stool alcohol over stoops all day every day. Based on what? No, no, you don't. <laughs> no. Based on based on what did what did Mike Elko do? Oh yes, do?
1: I. I I cannot wait to go to the Birmingham Bowl.
2: Yeah, the Birmingham Bowl play Troy. Uh, Elko can't beat uh, Elko can't beat Louisville. Stoops can. Yeah, th- th- yes, exactly. If Elko <laughs> couldn't beat Louisville this season. Stoops could. All right, let's take a break. Uh, on the other end, we'll get into some basketball stuff. Some John Calipari and Mary Visage Sound as well here on the roundtable. If you're looking for security, Sonotrol of Louisville is the place for you. They're locally owned and family operated for over 35 years. They're the number one race security company in Kentucky because they're they have over 355 star reviews on google they have a team of local experts that'll that'll work with you tailoring your business or your home and they'll come and they'll they'll work on your technical needs and service your system down the road check them out at sonitrollky.com or give them a call at 502-966-8999 for your home or company security needs okay they're the highest rated security company in kentucky locally and family owned over 35 years sonitroll they just don't do security they also do cameras badge access fire monitoring you can do it all from your phone go to sancho.ky.com